Welcome everyone to the season premiere of season four of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia. The season will be only five episodes due to the content. And I would like to encourage you all to pray about these topics and how we will journey with God in our grief and companion others in their journeys. And may we be strengthened in our relationships I mean, we draw closer in intimacy with the Lord. This season is not a special series with a video component. However, it is a season that has been titled Beneath the Rubble. As we journey through the Word of God, we will ask the Lord for access to our hearts beneath the grief, beneath the trials, beneath the tribulations. What... Did God sow into our lives? And what is our character beneath the trauma? What strengths do we have that will help us draw closer to the Lord? And what weaknesses do we have that pull us away? Who we are and our identity in Christ is vital. And it is important to know that our rubble is part of our identity. How can we value the rubble with what we have underneath and have we spent too much time focusing on the rubble that we cannot see what is underneath? So let me pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for another season on this platform. I do not know when this will abruptly end or how long it shall continue, but I acknowledge this platform is yours. May you have your liberty to direct every step taken, every word uttered, when and how these episodes are created, and the duration of this platform. May you be glorified in every measure. I thank you for every listener tuning in. I thank you that they have yet to experience victories to be celebrated, that they are testimonies in progress of your goodness, your glory, and that their value in your kingdom is yet to be truly realized. We know our present day sufferings do not compare with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So may we enjoy our journey, including our sufferings, knowing the best is yet to come, knowing the best is guiding us to know you are sovereign and to submit to you joyfully and wholeheartedly. To you be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go to the word of God and a very familiar scripture, James 1 verses 2 to 4. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. Now these are three heavy verses, but do set the tone for this season. Often we mask our grief with joy, and it's easy to determine if it's a mask by our communication, our presentation, both the verbal and nonverbal. There is something 
absolutely indescribable about the joy of the Lord. And we see that in 1 Peter 1 verse 8. Some versions describe it as inexpressible or unspeakable. That joy is undeniably identifiable as not man-made. And when we feel it, then that flow is not only infectious, but we also recognize it in others. I will rarely go around saying I have the joy of the Lord in in a declaration style because I don't know what people see in me. I hope they see Christ, but I know I have to work on it continually, hourly, minute by minute. I have failed often and will continue to fail at times. But when people do see me glow and they ask me what is going on in my life to reflect whatever it is they see in me, I will often say it's the glory of God. Or retort with, who needs oil of Olay when we have the oil of joy? In my joy, I don't want to ignore my trials and tribulations. I think it is important for people to know that my circumstances have been dire, are dire, and it's important because they know that my joy is not fueled by my circumstances. Several years ago at a prior workplace, I would walk in to a set of unfortunate circumstances at times and there were days where I'd carry burdens with me on top of that and often I would run off my laundry list with with a coworker, and this coworker, more than once had asked me how I was unaffected and could still smile through that and I would credit my faith. And last season I talked about Peter on the water walking towards Jesus and it's so important to know in that story that Jesus did not lead Peter by his hand out of the boat. And Jesus knew Peter would look at his circumstances, sink a bit, panic a bit, but he did not prevent Peter from going through that process. That was an important part of his journey because we won't know how great God is until we have felt his absence in a sense and it does not mean he is not there because he is we know that we serve an omnipresent God but we reduce him when we consider our noise whether it be our trials our environment, our entertainment, our companions, our families, our trauma, our work, they all contribute to how we see God. Often we make those things so loud and so magnified that we are not willing to give God a chance. Our faith is tested in divers' temptations. And are we growing in patience or are we growing cold? Have we somehow tried to take ownership of what does not belong to us? What is underneath our rubble that we have forgotten that it belongs to God? 
And let's proceed to verse 5 of James 1. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Amen. So we see that God is not a respecter of persons. And if we ask of God, he gives it to all men liberally. So never stop seeking God. Never stop asking him questions. And seek wisdom from him in the asking. We sometimes get into the habit of telling God what to do when we pray. And we are to make our petitions known to the Lord but the telling him how to do it, what to do, and when to do it, almost lacks that humility, lacks that acknowledgement of him being God. So let's ask God first and foremost for humility. Father God, help us. Help us to be humble. Help us to be grateful. Help us to know that while we are unworthy, it does not diminish our value in your kingdom. Father God, your favor is unmerited. So help us to know that the trials and tribulations that are given to us are to encourage our faith, not to discourage us. Can we still trust you no matter how low you permit us to go? Help us to purge out of our lives any habits and hindrances that do not encourage us to see your glory and that discourage our spirits. Give us sound wisdom and discernment that can only come from you. Help us to not take ownership of what belongs to you. Father God, help us to choose wisely what we tune into and that we do not compromise your word to suit the desires of our flesh. Make us humble. Keep us humble. And may we acknowledge you, Father God, as the author and finisher of our faith. And in that knowing that you are writing our stories in between beginning and through eternity. You have gifted us with eternal life through your son, Jesus Christ. May we know that we have to work at maintaining that gift. May we honor the gift. May we see who we are in you underneath our rubble, who we are uniquely, and that you creatively show your glory with our appointed rubble, which will look different in each and every one of us. And may we rejoice in that. Thank you for your love. And thank you that we do not have failures when our faith is unfeigned in the one who cannot fail. May we surrender it all to you continually. Father God, you are faithful and your faithfulness is great and incomparable. May we fall deeper in love with you with each passing day. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, 
know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.